And here's a look at First News. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. President Joe Biden said he has reached an historic framework with the Democrats in his new big social justice and climate change policy. But Biden still must nail down votes from a few skeptical Democrats. He announced his framework yesterday, $1.75 trillion without paid family leave and other priorities. Still robust, though, new health care, free pre-kindergarten, free hearing aids, and, of course, the big one, changing the weather with all of the new taxes. He wanted the deal before he left yesterday, but votes are still way off. Lawmakers on the progressive side are pushing for far more than what's in that bill. Global economy will give leaders of the group of 20 countries a lot to talk about this weekend. Prime ministers representing 80% of the economy in the world will confront a recovery hampered by an energy crunch. An energy crunch that has happened just in the last 10 months of the Biden administration. See, the U.S., we were major players in the world energy production uh, story, becoming the largest producer of energy in the world. And then in just 10 months, Joe Biden has eviscerated that, and now the world is struggling. World leaders are gathering in Scotland. They're trying to get global warming under control in Scotland. Two weeks of intense weather-changing negotiations start Sunday. Some leaders said humanity is at stake. (laughs) The risk of failure looms large. None of their goals for success in these negotiations are currently on track, which include a 45% cut in carbon and a commitment from the rich nations to give poorer countries $100 billion a year. That'll change the... See, folks? Boy... They didn't go to college either, did they? It all it takes. All it now all it takes, folks. If we could just give these poor countries one hundred billion dollars of your tax money, we can change the weather. Why they can have rain, mild temperatures, hurricanes that won't do any damage. It just takes a hundred billion in the poor countries now too. President Joe Biden and Pope Francis met at the Vatican, the world's two most notable Roman Catholics. They discussed COVID-19, climate change, and poverty. What happened to abortion? That's big in Catholicism. Biden arrived there with his wife, Jill, said it's good to be back. wonder if he talked to the Pope what he and Jill were doing before they got married. Because that's also big, folks, if you're Catholic. You know how that works. None of those things were brought up during his talk with the maskless Pope and the maskless Joe Biden. New York City, what a cesspool that place is. They're bracing for a worker shortage now as de Blasio's vaccine mandates looms. Tens of thousands of their municipal employees are unvaccinated and they're walking. Police firefighters, garbage collectors, most other city workers, they all face a five o'clock deadline today to show proof 
You've been injected or else. Workers who don't comply, they're going to be put on unpaid leave starting Monday. The mayor has held firm in his mandate. Largest police union in the world is upset. Firefighters, everybody, they want to stop the vaccine requirement. He's the same mayor, by the way, that's stopping all accelerated courses for students in schools because it just shows we're segregationists. Elon Musk, he's not happy with Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. He's one of the richest people on earth. Been lashing out at Democrats' proposals to tax assets of billionaires. There's only 640 folks in the country. Congress said it would help combat climate change. See? Higher taxes will fix the weather. But now... It's not part of the framework. Now they're going more along the lines of a surtax. It's a wreck in Washington. Fatal shooting by Alec Baldwin on the movie set put a microscope on often unseen corner of the film industry where critics said the pursuit of profit can lead to unsafe working conditions. That movie, Rust, has a budget of $7 million. The previous Best Picture winner of the Academy Awards, No Man Land, was made for a lot less New Mexico set where Baldwin's shot cinematographer had inexperienced crew members, safety lapses, serious labor dispute going on. They said the failures reflect larger issues in a fast-evolving movie industry. A sheriff's officer has accused former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of groping a woman in an investigation stemming from a scandal that drove him from office. Prosecutors said Thursday they didn't know the document had been filed, and the woman's attorney said she had not been consulted yet. The complaint accused Cuomo of putting his hand under her shirt in December. The document didn't name the woman. That would move him. Well, let's see. Is he currently in second place? Yeah, he's currently in second place, but he he just gained one in the standings. He would be up to 12 then instead of 11. Deshaun Watson's still number one. He's in first place with 22, Cuomo at 12, Joe Biden, our president, with eight that we know of. Folks, are you sitting down? Are you sitting down for this? Before I read this next one to you, I hope you're sitting down, and I hope the children aren't up yet because you're going to say a bad word. This story out of San Diego, California. The United States Justice Department right now is in talks to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to each child and parent who was separated when they were split at the border during the Trump administration. My God. The government is considering payments. Are you sitting down? Of $450,000 to each illegal person trying to sneak into the country that was split. The figures under consideration. 5,500 children were split from their parents under the practice that started during the Obama and Biden administration. That's right. Trump fixed it. Trump stopped the practice folks you want me to say that again four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to each person who was trying to sneak into this country illegally that were split up at the border 
you're paying. Government's reporting U.S. number of traffic deaths in the first half of 2021, 20,160. That's the highest first half total we've had since 2006. That number is 18.4% higher than the first half of last year. Biggest increase since we even started recording fatal crash numbers in 1975. So, the transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, who was a mayor and has no experience in transportation whatsoever, who was appointed to that, said the deaths are unacceptable. The department includes the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. They said they are going to develop now a national strategy to save lives on the roads. So, what do you think these Democrat strategies are going to be in order to save roads on the highways? I can tell you one thing it will not include, Mark. Drug testing? None of that. None of that. But it will include this. Uh, lower speed limits because that will conserve energy and You're save right. the climate and uh, other things. Um, I can only imagine what's coming from that. Asian stock markets are mixed today. Signs of optimism coming up in front of the G20 conference. Wall Street actually was up yesterday after being down early. Benchmarks in South Korea and Australia, they fell today. Oil is $82.81 a barrel. Gas is still rising. Let's go, Brandon. Gold, $1,800 an ounce and rising. Apple's iPhone sales soared yet again over the past quarter, but didn't grow as rapidly as what they had thought. Why? Supply shortages. They couldn't meet demand. Shortages that affected everything from automobiles to video games have not been a major problem for Apple, although the company quarterly results release show Thursday evidence of them being not immune to these supply headaches that have caused problems for other manufacturers. Apple's earnings matched the analyst estimates. Their revenue fell below their projection. Tim Cook said supply shortages lowered sales. By $6 billion. Workers at three Starbucks stores in Buffalo, New York, are going to hold union elections next month after winning a case from the National Labor Relations Board. There's 8,000 Starbucks stores in the United States. A lot of them are talking about unionizing. Seattle Giant, of course, opposes the unionization effort. The head of Starbucks said he will raise wages from 17 to $23 an hour if they avoid unionization. Average long-term mortgage rates up this week. Inflation pressures pushing mortgage rates higher. Hold on, folks. Hold on. They're going to keep going higher as the economy slows. A group of Democrats wants the Biden administration to enact an emergency protection now for the gray wolf out here. 21 U.S. Senators have talked to Interior Secretary Deb Holland to try to protect the wolves from being killed. The request comes in response to states like Montana, Idaho, that made it easier to kill these predators. Wolves in recent decades has bounced back from widespread extermination. 
But people like Cory Booker out of New Jersey wants to protect them. Good, we'll put one in your freaking backyard. <laughs> we can put one there. And uh, let your cats out back and see what happens. They want them protected. Officials said a Western Montana teenager was killed in an accidental shooting. According to Ravalli County Sheriff Steve Holton, the teenager had been hunting with a friend over the weekend. They were at a home outside of Pinesdale when the friend was handling a pistol and it discharged. The teenager died at the scene. The team was not identified. No reason to believe it was anything more than just a tragic accident. 35-year-old Montana man has pleaded not guilty to charges that he killed the manager of a fitness center. When the manager went up, told him he couldn't live in his car in the parking lot. Jonathan Shaw appeared in court yesterday, pleaded not guilty to attempted homicide for the shooting. At a bystander, too, who also intervened to end that shooting. The bystander shot Shaw, who then appeared in court. Shaw remains jailed. Bails a million bucks. And somebody made off with Elvis Presley's bust from a central Illinois saloon. The king of rock and roll went missing from Jimmy's Bar in West Peoria sometime between Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning. Jimmy's Bar wants the bust returned. No questions asked. The bar owner said no one has claimed responsibility or even set a ransom note yet. He said... He didn't call the police because he didn't want to bother police who might have other things better to do. He said his niece actually bought the Elvis bust about 15 years ago for 20 bucks at a garage sale. And uh, they had it in his bar. But uh, it's missing now. Somebody stole it. Uh, they probably... I'm, I'm guessing the person that stole it probably thought it, it was uh, Elon Musk or somebody like that. Yeah. Didn't even know it was Elvis, uh, but they stole it. And I don't know if it's a bronze bust or something like that. If it's bronze, I get it. I right. mean, I understand why they would. Cause that, it, that's not why they stole it. They'd run down the gold recycling. Mark Wilson Theater now takes you to this bar. <sighs> I don't think I can drink anymore. You know what we should do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> In sports, the only thing better than golf is more golf, and they're going to put something together. Golf icon Greg Norman is stepping away from his company that has 12 different branches to it, and he is going to run the new uh, Live Golf League over in Asia. They're adding 10 more events this year, and they'll be investing in various golf venues. And uh, he said he is committed to a nine-figure sum to help the Asian Tour stage an additional 10 events over the next 10 years, and now the trick is going to be who they're going to get from the PGA to come play. And this is something that they've been trying to do for quite a while, and uh, even rich golfers can be bought if you offer them enough enough more money. Well, folks, and, and the nine figures, that doesn't include the cent signs because those are two of them. <laughs> no. So, wow, a rich guy got richer, and now there's going to be more golf. Wow. Well, today's the nicest day over the next week, 66 today, and uh, then we cool off into the 40s. We'll get to 50 again by sometime next week, but it is November. Just a slight chance of some rain showers maybe tomorrow, 20% is all. It's 54 out there now. It was a little breezy overnight.
639, and that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. It's Friday, kicking off the Doghouse Parade weekend. Going to be a dandy. Everybody knows about it except for one place, the Billings Gazette. <laughs> They've got everything going on all weekend in that paper except one thing, Mark. <laughs> except one thing. 